Well, hello, dearies. Thank you for joining our podcast today. Please do click that subscribe button and shoot us a text whenever you'd like at 702-466-1150. This message has been brought to you by the two crazy cat ladies. Now, feel free to pet your pussies while you enjoy this podcast. I'm Jay. I'm Adrian, And together we are the, the two, two crazy, crazy cat ladies. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Welcome to episode number 0036 of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. Guys, normally on our podcast, we have something, it's usually a topic of something that we have discussed or that we have um, experienced throughout that week. Right. And then we come live here on YouTube and do that our is podcast. Not the case to, this week. Yeah, to discuss that. But this week, we've actually had a lot of huge things going on, but not the things that we can talk about yet. Um, and so, but our week has been just um, 100% into that that Hundo. main thing, the hundo, hundo into that main thing that we can't yet talk about. So um, so we were like, what are we going to talk about on our podcast? Nothing's happened this week that we can talk about. And so, um, and we, we're not having, you know, huge difficulties. So what are we going to do? And, um, and so yesterday I sent out a text to our text community, beautiful, beautiful text community. Mwah, we love you guys so much you have no idea how helpful helpful you are and you guys can't come through every single time and we're so excited because we sent out a text and we're like hey guys what are we going to talk about on our podcast tomorrow can you please give us some topics um to talk about and you guys did not disappoint not at, disappoint all. at all we have so <laughs> many topics um since we sent it to you if you guys want to be a part of our texting community um you can be a part of our text texting community by just simply sending us a text and that is to the number 702 Four six six one one five zero. That's seven zero two four six six one one five zero. Shoot us a text. You'll be automatically into our texting community. And if you guys have ideas that you want us to talk about on our podcast, you can text it to us. Um, but yesterday, say, oh, real quick, yeah. Well, you get that up. I want to say a happy hello to Alicia and Erica and Teresa are all here. Heather, I love you guys so much. Tina, um, Becky would like to know. She's asking for a friend. Is it PC to watch this while taking a bath? <laughs> now that we're thoroughly distracted. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not PC to tell us that you're taking a bath while Kenley. watching this because now we're our, we're off today. Our brains are everywhere. Our so brains now are our <laughs> brains are in your bathtub. <laughs> I just want to know what kind that. of... Thanks for throwing us off a little. I want to know what kind of wine you're drinking. You better be drinking a fine wine while you're taking a bath. No, she only drinks fine wines. Oh yeah. my gosh. Gosh. Oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> oh my Lord. We actually have probably close to 30. So oh my God, we're go. going to... All right, so, rapid fire. So what start we're going to try top. to do is we're just going to start reading your text messages um, and then we're going to Hopefully give not private. the best advice that we can give in under one minute. Hey, okay, okay, let's um, go. Because we get, we have a meeting after this, so we got to keep. It I short. get, I get it, I get it. So and we're you gonna... are on, you are on full tilt right now, full tilt. What does that mean? Like you're just like Am I full bore. You're you're I, like I'm a, going. I'm a pig. <laughs> just go. We're wasting time. Okay, okay, okay. Go. So Linda said. Listen, Linda. 
What do you think? What to do about cats fighting? I have two kittens. Ooh. One is extremely affect affectionate. One is extremely standoffish. Why is this? And they are brothers. Okay. So when it comes to cats fighting, even if they are siblings, sometimes we have to do a um, reintroduction. This comes from feline behaviorist um, Dr. Marcy Kosky. And when your cats just suddenly start fighting, we want to um, do a reintroduction. It sounds like backwards. It sounds weird. But if you go, if you go, take a few steps back and reintroduce them in the proper way that cats should be introduced in the first place we do that slowly that can help to um, build that bond between them um, and then you know and then there are confidence building sessions as well one more quick on top of that because they're kittens I would make sure and Dr. Marsikasi is great for this as well but kitten kittens fighting is different than sometimes a full-blown cat fight right right so I had to learn that cats need to cat cats yes. need to cat I have to still tell her sometimes she still I'm like, has Don't to stop me from don't make them stop because right. it seems like they're fighting, but they're not actually fighting. Right. So you even have to watch body like, language. You have to watch the body language. Even hissing is not necessary. Hissing is kind of part of a conversation when they're catting Sometimes. together. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. So you want to know your cat. Yeah. You want to you want to pay attention to them. Body language. Tanya. What makes chicken an inflammatory food for cats, uh -huh. and what can we feed them for a pancreas issue. Okay, so chicken is has a, a omega-6 to omega-3 ratio of 19 to 1, which is what makes it inflammatory. So um, so it, it's a it's a it's a what they call a hot meat, right? So it, it's gonna cause more inflammation. Super hot. It's not absolutely horrible. It has its benefits as well, but we don't want to feed it on a regular basis, right? So we feed our cats chicken. They don't really like it that much, but we feed them chicken. We just don't feed them every meal chicken. It's usually like maybe once a week, maybe once or actually it's well we every have a, two weeks. We'll defrost a bag of chicken, a big of chicken, and then we'll mix it in with other proteins. So it's just a small amount. Sometimes for two or three meals a week. Yes. Um, and what can we feed for a pancreas issue? Okay, so pancreatitis, number one thing that we want to do is make sure that we are feeding digestive enzymes. Um, digestive, the pancreas, the purpose of the pancreas is to create digestive enzymes and, and to help our cats break down their food. Um, it also helps to reg regulate blood sugar. Um, when it comes to pancreatitis, that's inflammation of the pancreas. We have a product um, on our product line called Catalyst, which cons consists of um, uh, digestive enzymes, which we need, which a pancreatitis cat needs, as well as um, as well as, as superoxide dismutase, which is an antioxidant enzyme that helps to reduce the inflammation, and the inflammation is, is key when it comes to pancreatitis. So that's a great product. As far as food, we want to stay away from those inflammatory um, meats. We have a blog on our website that um, from and with a, like a few, quite a few paragraphs of what to feed a pancreatitis, a cat with pancreatitis from a pet nutritionist. Um, and you can go to our website, twocrazycatladies.com, uh, to read on that um, as well. Cool. Zoe said, what a fun how to encourage, I love that name. Um, how to encourage cats not to meow all night for treats. Okay. First of all, we don't want to, we, 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 we want to un, un, uh, learn our cats, un teach our cats to be treat oriented, right? So treat. That means reacting to them meowing all night. Right. So sometimes we have to ignore them. But it's also mm -hmm. worth noting, and this is one of my favorite words in all the land, is that cats are crepuscular, meaning they are most active at dawn and at dusk. So if they are not satisfied in some way at dusk, then there's a good chance they're going to keep you awake or be hungry or try to get you up at 3, right. 4, 5 o'clock in the morning. We have kittens right now. She we were up uh, since. Okay. But good idea is to play with them. Like before you go to bed, play yes. with them before you go to bed and then give them their dinner at that time. And that'll kind of put them into that whole like prey model sequence of playing, 
eating, grooming, and then ideally sleeping, sleeping. until breakfast. Yes. Um, the next question is how to avoid fur balls. Best suggestion is a species appropriate diet and often in, in grooming sessions Supplemental. regularly. Grooming. grooming, yeah, grooming sessions regularly. Next question: Why do some cats love water um, to the point of getting in the shower with you? Because cat. That and is that is awesome. Cat. I love cats that love water. Interestingly enough, it's there so are some breeds that are far more uh, um, prone to. to really enjoy water. Yeah. And how to make the transition from indoor-outdoor to strictly indoor easier on cats. We want to go through this, the, the how to introduce your cat, a new cat to your home. So we, got, we have to, you know, separate them. Um, we're doing... Easier on cats, yeah. So we want to, so we want to separate them, but we want to give them lots of love, lots of playtime, lots of vertical space. We want to um, make sure that they know that they are that they are safe and that they still have all the um, or as, as as many as possible, depending on your situation, all of the um, uh, luxuries that they could have, that they yeah enrichments that provided they by the might wild. have outside. Right. Yes. So that means playtime, like she said, vertical space, giving them. Um, st like indoor hunting feeding systems where they can hunt for something during the day. Yes, those That's are great. Thing. Those are yeah. great. Mm -hmm. um, Elizabeth mm -hmm. said, "How do you deal with a cat who has lost two different owners in three in a three month span? She's not even a year old yet, and she's on her third name. Oh, poor thing. Okay, oh, so so for this baby. so for this case specifically, I would contact Pam with Perfectly Holistic P U R R R Fectly Holistic dot com." Um, get an optimal health analysis. When when it comes to these types of situations, there's like products we could throw at them. But honestly, what we want to do is um, we want to release those stressors. And Pam is the queen of doing this. Um, yeah. She can she can really help to identify those chakras that they've gone through of, of all the past. They she did this past with trauma. Kumar, the yeah. past trauma that they've been through, and really help to um, help you help them release. Um, those and clear out, clear out those stressors. Yeah. That would be. My it's worth noting that cats are very emotional, even though they don't show it a lot. Their emotional cortex is very similar to ours, so it's no doubt that her going through basically abandonment a couple times already in her very young life would lead to maybe some behavioral issues or something that's tipping you off that she's not very happy. Pam is going to be the best resource the best. to really help bring some joy and and security back into her life. Hundo. Hundo, hundo percent. Oh, shizzle, my nizzle. Pam is amazing. Yes, Bonnie, she's Erica incredible. said, "How to best handle neurotic cats?" <laughs> is there a cat that's not neurotic? I don't. Know. I, don't I don't. We don't have any of I those. No. Scotch wasn't very neurotic. Scotch no. was. Scotch was pretty. Unless he was around cute. catnip. Oh yeah. He got neurotic. That's true. I think all cats are neurotic. We just have to let them train us. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's not being like, destructive, we have to acquiesce to their neuroticies, 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 neuroticies. That sounds neurotica. Where's it going? Where's it going? <laughs> you just recovered from Becky being in the bath, and then you just went I, full. I went okay. full on neuroticies. Okay. Um, hey guys, Jay here with the two crazy cat ladies. We recently realized that many of our podcast listeners don't know that we also have a website where we offer a full line of nutritional products made specifically to help treat and prevent feline ailments. If your kitty's dealing with a health issue or if you're just looking to prevent health issues, check out our website at twocrazycatladies.com. That's T-W-O crazycatladies.com and reach out to us if you have any questions. Now back to the podcast. Okay, Connie said... 
Um, I try to help neighborhood cats not completely feral and get them fixed, but some Bless are you, too Connie. smart and I just can't trap them any tips. Yes. Uh, oh my gosh. So many tips when it comes to trapping cats. Um, most of them, if not all of them, well, most of them we have learned from the Trap King, Sterling Davis. You can find him on um, uh, the original Trap King on uh, Facebook and Instagram. He's got tons of tri uh, tricks. He is um, the Trap King. Sometimes, guys, it depends on what, um, it depends on what kind of, I'll tell you two of the newest ones that I've learned. So sometimes we have to switch up the food, right? So we're trapping cats, but, but what gets them into the cage is the food, right? We did, we left a trail, right? So you do like a trail, so they have to kind of go in, it's just like a bite here and then a bite there, but the but the, but the gold is at the end once they get in and then they're gonna hit it to, to kick the trap. Um, so sometimes we have to switch up the foods. Uh, 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 Sterling says that um, mackerel is like a huge, it's, it's like a huge winner. Kitty in, crack right now. It's like kitty crack. Uh, sometimes, sometimes they use kitty crack. Sometimes mm -hmm. they use things like silver vine um, or catnip to get them in there. Um, another, um, another thing is if you have, if you're trying to trap a mama, which uh, bless you, bless you, Connie, mwah, mwah, yeah. mwah, so much for doing this. This is something that's absolutely needed in the cat community. But, um, but if you have a mama that you're trying to trap, oftentimes it's easy to trick the kittens into getting them, but we got, we got to get the mama use the kittens. So um, some people, um, I actually heard Sounds somebody so give him, but it's so true. Yeah, but you putting the kittens in a cage right next to it. So when they start meowing, the mom is going to want to come in and 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 help them, right? So you can do that, or if it's a female cat that maybe um, may, maybe it's not there. If it's just a female cat in general, there are apps on the phone that they also use that have that the sound of, of crying kittens. And a female cat will oftentimes, especially if it's sometime during heat, will, off, will oftentimes go try to find them, um, especially if she's a mama. And you can use your phone to pull in the... To the, lure them in. To a lure couple them quick in. basics, though, because you're working in your neighborhood. Um, sometimes the most valuable thing you can do is to have a conversation with your neighbors and say, listen, I'm trying to trap these kitties. A lot of times, these community cats are being fed by well-intentioned, beautiful, loving people. Mm -hmm. But when it's time for them to go in and, and have their spay or be neutered, you got to have that conversation with the humans in their world and say, please do not feed this kitty for the we're next gonna get 24, 48 hours so that gonna they're going to be help. hungry. We're, yeah, yeah, they're going to come so back the conversation and, and the we best. can feed them then, but let's not feed them for 24 to 48 yeah. hours so that we can I catch know, them. I know, it'd be so hard it, for me not to do that. And, oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey! It's, it's, food is a okay, difficult go. thing. Okay, Jenny said, what about senior cat issues, cataracts, cognitive dysfunction, lumps, bumps, mobility uh, issues, etc. what to watch for, what to do? Well, lots. Wow, How to Jenny, cater to them. I'm behind on the podcast, so I apologize if you've already covered. Uh, we haven't, we haven't talked about senior okay. cats yet. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to senior cats. So, um, paying attention. So what to watch for, um, it really honestly paying attention to your cats is the, is the number one thing. For senior cats, we want to do a, a six-month blood panel every, every six, six months. months. Things can change really quickly panel. at 12-plus years old. For, for well, And depending on what their background is, you mm -hmm. know, sometimes there's genetics that play a role. Sometimes it's diet that they've had their whole life. So sometimes they become older, younger in a way. Um, but definitely when it comes to our senior kitties, and I'm not very versed on cataracts, but I will say that right now, and you've got youngins in your life right now, but this is a great uh, but a vet, tool for... But every six weeks, a vet will be able to check on... Every on six cataracts. months, check, make sure six you months, check... Six months, sorry. Make sure you have that blood panel done because you can find problems uh, before they become 
problems that way and be proactive, more proactive yep. every six month blood panel, but also make sure that you're familiar with your kitty. And by that, I mean, be very familiar with your kitty is feeling healthy and you know that they're okay. Just giving them a run rub down at least once a week where you are checking, yep. you're going to catch any little lumps. You're going to be, you know, checking on their little legs and whatever. And you can tell if there's something that's causing them discomfort, checking in their ears, looking in their mouth, doing those little things as much as you can. Um, and also doing that six month blood panel where they just do a wellness exam while they're there as well. But there's a lot of stuff that you can catch super early, super early. And I mean, maybe it's like a, a little bump and you're like, was, is that a boo-boo or is that a growth, right? Like, what is this? And you can start looking at it. And that way, even if you're, even if your uh, vet visit isn't for another two months, you can keep an eye on that. You know, you caught it as soon as it popped up. And if you notice the following week that it's getting a little bit bigger, then get you know it's time to get that appointment before anything else happens. So yes. just really yeah. being vigilant about knowing your baby's bodies. Yeah. Betta's bodies. I would say that, that's 100%. 100%. Litter box and eating. Litter box and eating habits also. Always pay attention to litter box and eating habits as well. Yes. Peeing and pooping healthy and making sure that they're eating as much food as they need to be eating as well. Absolutely. Brunel said... Um, kidney issues with cats, mats in, okay, kidney issues with cats. Um, well, we can't do a whole podcast on this, but we could do a whole podcast on this. Maybe oh, we'll do love. a podcast on this. Kidney um, issues? Yeah, maybe we'll come back to kidney issues. For kidney issues with cats, the biggest misconception, the biggest myth out there that is in the, um, in the, in the world. Un unfortunately, um, even the conventional uh, veterinarian world is that cats, that older cats need less protein, and that is 100% untrue. Our cats are obligate carnivores. As they age, they need more protein. They just need higher quality protein. So taking out the protein for the diet from the diet does not help cats with That's kidney That's why issues. you see chronically skinny, skinny, wasting away babies that are dealing with kidney issues. You can yes. almost tell they have kidney problems because... Yeah. They're and just, that's what they, they do in these just prescription diets. So much weight, right? So it's the phosphorus. It, I mean, to follow their line of logic, yeah. they're saying that they need less protein because of the phosphorus in the protein from the bone. But here's the thing: is that like when our Scotch was diagnosed with kidney issues. We did not go on a prescription diet. We switched his diet to a species-appropriate raw diet, and we replaced the we bone the, calcium with eggshell with calcium. Eggshell calcium, and there's also phosphorus binders that you can put in if you're still feeding a, a, a raw food with bone. But it is the diet, and it's a high-quality protein that's so important to kidney issues. And we absolutely. could do a whole podcast on it. But we could. Okay, we go. could absolutely. Um, also, gorging. Um, so gorging, we need to slow down the eating. Gorging food and purging puzzles. or scarfing and barfing. Food, um, food puzzles are great. Um, indoor hunting feeders are great. Um, we need to we need to slow down the, the, the feeding. That's it. Like, Before we, just we have knew to... that there were like really cool and clever ways of doing that, our mama girl would do that all the time. And, and we it's put like, a rock. Why? We put a rock. We went outside yep. and got a rock. We put a rock in the middle of her bowl, and we so and she had to walk around. To eat her food, and and it slowed down her her eating. And then when it made a big um, difference. And then sometimes when she would still just kind of like gorge, we would just pull the bowl away, make her take a break, and she'd have to like take a break for a second, and then come over and then eat some more. Like so moving pick it around, up and be like, "Mama girl, you gotta swallow your food. You know, let's chew your food, girl." She right? eats like you do when you're hungry. Oh, she I know, used yeah. to. I, I, don't I wish I would purge. Well, no. No, you, that's a whole different topic. Um, Shara said, I would love to hear how you transitioned your fur babies to eat fresh raw meat diet. I tried everything for my fur babies. And they throw it up every time, try to feed them, love the products, have five of them that absolutely refuse to eat anything but kibble. I used to give my, K, my KD fur baby, but I finally got him to eat the open farm turkey. Good. Right. I'm desperate. I need help. I want my fur babies to be eating help, happy and into their 20s. Okay. What's her name? So, uh, Shar. 
Shar. Yeah. So Shar. Um. So what I. So when it comes to uh, transitioning, the the biggest thing that we say is patience and perseverance pays. The three P's. Patience and perseverance pays. Every single time, it can take a long time sometimes. It can take six months. It can take a year, we've heard. For some cats, we, one of ours took almost six months uh, yeah. to fully transition. We gotta do it a little bit at a time, and when it comes to our cats, we gotta do it at their pace. So it's not like we try it, they say no, this is what most people do. My cats won't do raw, fo raw food. That's because we put down raw food once and they rejected it, and so we don't try it again. That's yeah. not patience and perseverance. Patience and perseverance means we put down a tiny bit into their, mix it into their wet food. Or and maybe we put a tiny bit next to their or food, we put a food tiny bowl. Bit. So they start recognizing that this is also food. Right. Uh, we teach our cats what food is. Right. I mean, that's really what it is. And we had kibble addicts, and it was, I would have given up. I absolutely would have given up. Oh, yeah. Because it was heart, heartbreaking to. for me. But sometimes you have to go super slow. Sometimes you have to go kibble to wet food. Maybe mm -hmm. you go kibble to, like, crack crappy wet food. Yep. And then you get into the higher quality wet foods. And then... And then you can start putting a teeny bit of raw somewhere. And, right. and be smart about it, too, because that was my big thing. Was, I don't want to waste food. I don't want to waste food. Right. But for, for a, for a, for a um, cat, going from kibble to raw, for the most part, it's, is it's almost, tough. almost impossible. It's tough. We have to go, most of us, not every our cat. Scotch there are amazing, amazing cats out there, that like our Scotch boy, that... He's they're, like, oh, this fine. is what I'm supposed to be eating. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, but if we if we do a, a kibble to a wet, slowly transition, and yeah. then a wet to a raw, we have a um, we also have this broken down on our website step by step. Um to crazycatladies.com, TWO crazycatladies.com, just do a search for um, transition and you will see how to transition your cat to a raw food diet. It starts with kibble, then we give you all the steps, we give you a video, then we give you the go to wet and then the and then the information and then go to raw. Got it. Okay. Next. Got it. Susan. Got it. Do cats fall in love with the, with other cats? Yes. I believe so. Yes, they absolutely do. I mean, we talk about it, and I mean, not necessarily like the affectionate love or whatever, but uh, our Scotch, Scotch and Mama, Mama were were. I mean, they had forever. babies. They they got pregnant together. So way too young because I was ignorant. And then they loved each other for every night of every night of their lives together. And when Mama for passed, eighteen years. When Mama passed at eighteen years old, Scotch was devastated. I mean, I can't. I mean, he went I can't deaf. Imagine. He howled for months and months. He looked for um, her everywhere. He, he grieved was so hard, and it was devastated. a Mack truck situation, guys. It was one of those situations where the where that morning we she had no, sneezed she, and blood came out. We took her to the vet literally within moments. And um, she had it turned out that she had a tumor in her lungs that had ruptured, and she was drowning. Bleed, she was drowning. And we didn't we didn't come home with her, and it was very That's traumatic. That's the hardest, yeah. So yes, I believe they fall in love. I also believe that it's so important for us cat people to understand what a bonded pair is too. Like right now, we have two bonded pairs in our world. I would almost say three because well, Twist and, and Pooh Bear are thick as yep. thieves. They are bros. We and then we have Friday and Zorro who are siblings and Madison and Jack who are, who also, are also siblings. siblings. And they're very bonded and it's really important. I mean, like we said earlier, cats have an emotional cortex. It's very similar to ours. They actually think and feel experience emotions. So, oh, Denise yes. and Kim both sent me their addresses. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, oh, oh, wow. Hey, uh, just so you know, we have six minutes left. Six minutes. Six minutes. Elizabeth, uh, I think that's it, actually. I think we got them all because these are really? follow-ups. Yeah. Um, Where was uh, that one from Tina about... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, because I... No? Oh, oh no. Sorry. I missed. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Faye, 
They said, um, I have thought about this and I have two. First is, uh, is being grateful and thankful for what we have. Too many times, uh, too many times we always want more, myself included, but we can be thankful for each other, health, our animals, nature. I believe oh, we would be preach. so much happier. Um, absolutely. Gratitude. I mean, you, you just said that the best, the best. We, yeah. like, we have to be grateful for who we are, the age of what we are, um, and, and being grateful, um, GK Chesterton there said, you go. gratitude is the highest form of thought. If you like, guys want to that. actually be happy in life, be grateful for where you are in your life, whether you're 90, whether you're 40, whether you're 24, like be happy and be grateful for what you have. We, this has changed our, not just our perspectives because perspective is, 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 is 90 percent of the truth right or whatever that whatever that saying is but yeah there's something whatever yeah nine tenths of the truth um but but it's actually physically changed our lives we've manifested so i i mean i could cry cry right now i know i could cry (laughs) we have manifested so much and you guys included every single one of you guys that are a you guys are a manifestation of what we wanted, what we believed, what we thought, what we knew that we could have by being grateful for what we do have. And and now we're now we're just like every day, like my God. I mean, last night we were talking. I was like, can so you believe incredible. that? Like, can you believe that? Like, we're this blessed. Like we talk about well, it. And here's anytime a health, we a have a moment reminder. to talk, we talk about how blessed we are. Yeah, but I think that what we when we find ourselves getting off track, it's when we're thinking about things that are outside of our sphere of influence. That's right. something that my mom instilled in me, and I don't know if it, how if how people understand that, but that basically means like in my daily life, what is it that I can impact? What can I do? You know, where what is my sphere of influence? If if me being a shitty person, that will impact. Jay, and it'll impact my cats, and it'll impact anybody that I interact with, right? Well, and me too, right? Physically, mentally, emotionally. But I think that it's really important to remember, especially right now when there's so much going on in the world, that I can't do anything about COVID right now other than wear my mask to be considerate of, to be safe as much as possible, right? Like, but I can't spend all my time dwelling on, you know, is this the end of the world or whatever? Thinking about thinking about your sphere of influence, being present in your moment, and being grateful for the things that we do have, even and not thinking about the things that we don't. Right? It changes everything. You you will change the world, not just your world, but the world by by doing that. Uh, Tina and uh, uh, Faye's second question was also on senior cats, so we already addressed Ah. that. That's awesome. Tina said. Happy International Cat Day. That was yesterday. How about the first time you met and your first impressions of each other and how you have turned into an awesome human cat family? Oh, we love you, I Tina. I love you, Tina. Okay. Jenny so, said um, real quick, though, she said, I keep a gratitude journal. I need to write in it more. What a yes, great, I keep a, fantastic I keep thing. a gratitude rock, and I need to look at it more. Yeah, um, I used to keep it in my but, pocket. So yeah. there's my, my, my pocket. I, I, I still would. keep it by the bed. Yeah. But I don't, now that it's like always there, I just don't like look at it all the time. Um, I did yesterday when I was cleaning and I was like, oh, the gratitude rock. Okay. So um, the first time we met was um, way back when, like 20 years ago. 2001. Um, yeah. 2001. We met I through think. a mutual. Anyway, we met through a, a mutual friend. Yep. Um, <laughs> and uh, Adrian's first impression of me was, mm-mm. No. My first impression was scary. Yeah. Because she was she was living with a bunch of other people uh, in a place that I'm not sure you did have electricity. We did. But it was a fallen down kind of place. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. It was I a two was, bedroom apartment with six people. We like swapped out. Like we had two couples, so they would get, they got the bed. So like me and this other girl, like one would sleep on the floor and one would sleep on the couch. And it was, one sleep, sleep on the floor. One right. Like we swapped out. Right. Um. We you know like one of us or some of us would have jobs at certain times and then and then we'd all just be like ah, I don't want that job I'm not going to go back and we you know we never like gave a notice or anything like that you just didn't show up anymore because that's how we did it yeah, and scary. um yeah and. When she met me, I was wearing uh, big cargo shorts and a, w- a white tank top, which we called in Tennessee a wife beater. <laughs> and um, I was barefoot, and she, um, I opened the door, and... She was kind of rude. And I was kind of rude. I was just like, what's up? I don't care. Like, what's up? Come on in. And just went back to, like, drinking vodka and watching Our mutual friend had, had led me to believe that um, she... Our mutual friend and Jay were best friends, but we best were friends not. forever. But we they were weren't. so far. So when we from got that. there, and I'm expecting to meet like a really good friend of hers, Jay just like and walks away. No, and everybody in the funny. household did not like her. But long story um, short, Jay yeah. and I actually uh, we bonded over very like I philosophical. I liked her immediately. I was like, she's awesome, great, great, good on you for for dating her. Oh, she was your girlfriend. Um, so I was like, good on you, dating her. She was um, your, your girlfriend first. She was my girlfriend first. first, yeah. Okay, so it was a mutual ex-girlfriend, whatever. Um, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, good on, on, good on you. She's she's awesome. Um, keep up with that. Um, but wasn't wasn't that interested. And then we became friends. And then we became best friends. And oh, then buddies. we just tag-teamed everything. We did parties together. We did all kinds of stuff together. We were always just like, yeah, 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 total best buds. Um, and we both had cats. Jay had Tyge. I had uh, Scotch and Mama. And then... Um, yeah, and then 16 and a half years ago, our cats all became family, and then... Yep, that's how it happened. Yeah. Marissa said cat history. Uh, cats are desert animals? I don't know. That's the... That's the cat history. Or our cat history? The history of cats? Egypt? Desert? <laughs> our cats, though, since... Well, since we've had cats, is Tyge for you, Scotch, Mama, well, Blue, Bills... Yeah, if we're going... Yeah. Um... There's more. There was Oliver. Bastion before, right. and then there was, yeah, yeah, like for me, like I had other cats. So but, many cats. Uh, but, but it's now 501. We got a roll. We got a meeting. Yep. You guys, I'm sorry if we missed some uh, of the... Okay. Also, I, also another one on I, renal failure. We're, we're going to do a whole podcast. Maybe this will be next week's podcast is on kidney. Kidney, kidney. kidney issues in cats. Kidney stones. I'm um, not using the litter box, using furniture, scratching posts. All those oh are my such God. great. So so when it comes to scratching posts, um, using furniture, we want to do double-sided tape or citrus. Um, what we found that works really great is orange extracts or orange peels. Rub that on your furniture or put orange extract, organic orange a- extract in a small amount in like a spray bottle with water and spray that on the furniture. It smells good. And the cats hate it. Um, that's, that's really uh, been the best as far as not using the litter box that we uh, litter box is another one that we could spend a in, whole like, podcast on oh, in fact on. i think we're going to do an interview with uh we are with someone with someone that with we someone love very soon so much on on litter box issues and uh we kind of covered uh renal already hey, um hey you know what one one more okay oh, there's only one more um Go. bonnie said how oh, about oh well oh well i think that's i think this is long how about itchy ears causes Oh. Okay, because allergies give Cymox, eardrops, but itchy. Pam says it's from bacteria, light bulb moment, Prince, my other cool. Okay, um, long text, but let's, um, um, I'm, I'm reading the rest of it. 
Okay, that's a long one. That's a long one, Bonnie. I'm sorry. We're getting to the end of it. So um, itchy ear causes, there's a so lot sorry. There's a lot of issues. Um, allergies can be one of them, but um, for the most part, um, we're looking at a, a diet issue primarily. Um, and yeast. Yeast is um, one of yeast the... Yeast will make it itch. One of the most common. I mean, unless it's ear mites, of course. Ear mites is going to be the... But that should be pretty easy for you to figure out. I mean, you got to look in understand. there and see. Yeah. 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 But, um, but yeast is, um, yeast. is it, it, it build it, it grows in the gut. So our bodies know how to process and with a good, strong immune system, our bodies know how to process good and bad yeast in the body, just like it knows how to process good and bad bacteria. But when it, when it's weakened to a certain point, yeast is able to grow yeast. in the body and it starts in the gut yeast and rises. It, it, it rises just like, just like bread, like I made today. Oh my God. Heat, Banana bread. Heat makes yeast rise. So if we, um, so it's going to rise in the warm ears the body ears are like n number one right so so the it will start to um excrete through the ears you'll usually see black sometimes smelly sometimes not when it comes to our cats it's more yeah, so dogs that they yeah cats are a little different um but it will make them do you hear, do you hear him? him? Now it's he's singing howling. time. Okay. So um, but yeast, is, it, yeast is the number one. Um, we use OxyCat for the itchy ear system. Uh, put or, it in, it, rub it around. Ear system. Itchy ear issue. Um, you can also, um, I don't remember what I was going to say, but I think that's going to wrap it up. We have a meeting guys. in a few minutes. So um, we love you guys so much. That Happy was a fun Sunday, you guys. Round. I know. We should do that again. I know. That was really exciting. I know. And there's so many other things that we could have spent forever oh, We could have spent an hour on one, in, on the very first one. Like that's on awesome, any of them. We should definitely do kidder, uh, kid, kitters and lidneys. Kidney disease and litter Kitters boxes. and lidneys. <laughs> Kidneys and litter. I don't know what's wrong with us today, but God bless you guys for helping us have such an awesome Sunday. Thanks for stopping, stopping by, dropping by. Thanks for stopping on. in. You know what we mean. Um, yeah, we, we love, love you guys, guys so and we will see you tonight. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye, y'all.